This is the Full Port Podcast with Josh Howard and Nate Wyatt. Brought to you by T.P. Howard's Plumbing. Hey, this is Josh Howard, T.P. Howard's Plumbing. There's nothing worse than a plumbing emergency. This is our 20th episode. Today we have our CFO, Levi Douglas, join us as well as Nate. Um, And today we just want to discuss, you know, where we started, where we're going with the podcast, as well as the state of T.P. Howard's Plumbing. Um, You know, our goal when we started the podcast was to really connect with our current employees and to hire new employees. Um, we wanted to show, and I think we've done this, and, and y'all can tell me, you know, but we wanted to show how you start at the bottom, how you move up, how you come through adversity. Um, you know, and so far in 2023, we've hired seven new employees, put three more trucks on the road. You know, that's some of the best growth we've had in what, two years? Sure. Um, so, you know, just, I guess, Nate, we'll start with you, but what was your favorite episode? So for me, I mean, all the episodes have been great. Just kind of getting to know guys more than just day-to-day basis of like, you know, just saying, Hey, in the morning, getting them supplies, stuff like that. But, um, one that really stuck out to me was an employee, uh, Blaine. He, uh, when I first started here back in 2018, he was with us. Uh, he was in the field. He's a plumber. Um, and I think he may have worked here till maybe mid 2019 and then he left for a superintendent job at another company. Um, and you know, he found that it just didn't really work for him. I mean, managing people and managing everything that has to do with the construction world is sometimes not always the uh, most fun, lucrative thing to do. Um, and you know, kind of hearing how he went out, saw that, you know, maybe things didn't work out the way he wanted. Um, and then also too, he opened up to us about some you know stuff going on in his life, you know, and how that kind of correlated with what he was uh, doing in his his work life, and um, ultimately decided to um, you know do some things in his life to make him more healthy. Then also too, he wanted a job that he knew was a good job and secure, and what to expect every day, and came back here to TP Howard and seeing the difference in him from 2018 to 20 well. 2022 was pretty big um before he's kind of a real quiet guy didn't really you know um kind of kept himself kind of you know got in got out but now he comes in he says hey every day um interacts with employees he, he it seems like it's interesting to see the transformation not only work-wise but personal-wise for him um i feel like he's kind of and i think part of us here we've helped him with that i mean you know we you know he he left for another job and we didn't hold that against him we brought him back in Said, hey man, you got it. You got a home here, and here he is, and seems like he's really enjoying being here. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think the Blaine that came back is a lot more confident, balanced kind of guy. Yeah. You know, I didn't I didn't know him really well before, uh, but yeah, I, I really like I really like him when I get to talk to him now. He's a super nice guy. He's he is kind of quiet, yeah. but uh, yeah, he's I think he's probably better at what he does now compared to what he was before as yeah, well. Yeah, I mean, I think. We've had conversations about this, and he was in here the other morning. But he's—I mean, I, I feel like he's on a leadership path now. Yes, like a—you know—he's—he's he's definitely, you know, put himself in a position to to move up. Um, and plus, I didn't know him before. I thought he was always mad, you know. <laughs> right. But now <laughs> he comes in. He talks. We have a great conversation about everything going on, you know. And that's 
that's huge. And that's what we're trying to do with this whole podcast is to really dig into, you know, employees' lives, you know, and, you know, how do you feel? What do you do at home? You know, yeah. what's going on? Because no, nobody's life is perfect. Nothing's easy. Everybody has their own problems. You know, not only coming to work every day, but then you got everything going on at home from family being sick or, you know, stuff like that. So it, it was good. It's good to see that in Blaine. Um, I think one of my favorites, besides, you know, Beverly Grant or, you know, with Gorham and those guys was um, Jason Shaw and the monkey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, I don't, he's the only person I've ever met that's been bit by a monkey. So... Um, that was one of my favorite ones, getting to know him and how he really felt about his monkey. Yeah, I mean, it was his <laughs> best friend. I mean, they did everything together. They drank together. They partied together. I mean, it's know. the It's the way Jason tells a story, too, man. He <laughs> he really colors it up. He, he does tell a great story. Yeah. He does tell a great story. Um, you know, I really like. I really like a lot of them. I like Derek's a lot because I know Derek well, and he's so funny. And it just gave you a little glimpse into how funny on an everyday basis Derek is. Um, I really enjoyed the very first, I think it was the very first one, was was your father and Rick yep. talking about how they started the business because, you know, it's a, it's a hard thing to do that. Everybody wants to do that. Everybody wants the American dream, but the American dream is not easy and uh i think that you know some of those stories about early on you know hearing about you know the fun stuff too but also the hard work the, all the hours all that stuff how do you how you actually build a business i enjoyed that i enjoyed the beverly grant one i enjoyed the um the stanbury guys uh chasing gorham it's it's good to hear outside perspective yeah um, and how you know the beverly grant guys was good because it was it was, you know, it was about one more, I think, is what they were talking about. And, I, you know, I've heard that, but not, not from them. So it's good to know the inside workings of, of, of how they're doing things. You know, the, you know, the Pat and Rick podcast, I think it, it caused them to reflect, too. They've never had a chance to sit down, you know, show up every day, you know, six days a week, do your thing, and you go home. But then actually yeah. getting a chance to reflect on, hey, this is for, you know this is our 40th year getting ready to be 40 years you know look at this is what we've done having the perspective of that 40 years later yeah. to look at it right not having all of that uncertainty at the beginning no guarantees yep well I, I liked it because I knew a lot of the stories but I'd never heard them in a cohesive like format so it was neat to hear how it progressed and hear them tell it kind of in, in, in an order not just bits and pieces there like the stories you hear over the years Right. Um, you know, one, I enjoyed getting to know, or not, I mean, I know Chris Gentry well, but just hearing him talk, getting him out of his comfort zone maybe a little bit. Um, you know, James Troll. Yeah, I mean, both those guys are true testaments to if you just put in the hard work and you seek opportunity, and then once you get the opportunity, you run with it, that, like, those stories really make you realize that's fully possible and that's, just you can do anybody can do it it's just you've just got to put your mind to it that's because the opportunity always looks like hard work it does, that's right <laughs> exactly exactly well there's nothing easy but you know the the best thing about opportunity is when that's the only opportunity you have and when it is then you have nothing else to do that's right move forward 
So I, I think that's, you know, when people think they have multiple opportunities, it sometimes doesn't work. But that one opportunity always does. Yes. <laughs> multiple opportunities, you're kind of trying to figure out which one's the best one. Get, that's right. You got to make head. this work, man. <laughs> yeah. 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 Got to make is, this work. That's all I got. Yeah. This is it. <laughs> uh, so I think, you know, 23, Levi, what do you think about, we talk about this a lot. What do you think about the economy coming up? What do you think about, you know, what's going to happen? Everybody's telling us all kinds of different stuff. We're not seeing it here, but what do you think is going to happen? Oh, you want me to look into the crystal ball? <laughs> well, you I mean, you know, we do try to do uh, it every day. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't been right no, yet. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> Everybody that makes predictions somehow are always wrong. So <laughs> um, what do I think is going to happen? I think we're going to keep working. We're going to keep going. We're going to keep getting new work. We're going to keep hiring employees and we're going to keep moving now. And, you know, and the economy as a whole, uh, you know, I, I don't know. They, the, the Fed is trying to engineer a soft landing. I get that. I think they're actually doing, this is probably not the most popular opinion, but I think they're actually doing a pretty decent job at that. Um, I don't know if anybody can relate to the, Paul Volcker days, but he didn't really telegraph his moves. He just came out of nowhere and said, okay, we're going to take interest rates up a point. And everybody freaked out and, and all of that. And it caused quite a bit of disruption. I think the way Jerome Powell is doing that by telegraphing his moves is conducive to try to engineer um, the re reduction of inflation without a recession okay so not bringing prices down um, prices are never gonna come down ever they're just not gonna go up as much <laughs> so um, that's kind of a depressing thing to say but it, I mean you know you well, I mean, at, we're, we're not seeing it you know, we're not seeing anything nothing's going no. down do I think no. eggs are gonna be six dollars a dozen forever no but I think in the aggregate prices are will never come down you'll never you, you never really have deflation but uh, one interesting thing that they did this year is um, they're going to measure the CPI index over one year of data instead of two years. Okay, so for example, last June when inflation was read at nine point something. Okay, this year, if it's at two percent, then it's you know, for simplicity here, it's you know eleven percent higher than it was a couple of years ago. Okay for that same basket of goods or whatever. Okay. So, um, not to devolve into all of that, but I, I pay a lot of attention to the housing market. I pay attention to what home builders are doing, which are public home builders, how their, uh, how their earnings are looking, how their guidance is looking because it's foretelling of what that's, that market is going to do what the construction market is going to do because of often home sales, uh, residential leads, leads the way. Um, I don't know that it's going to slow down. I think it may slow down and then, and, and recover pretty immediately. Um, if you're asking about the market, do I think it's bottomed? Probably not. Uh, do I think, do I think that it is going to affect, um, companies like us as far as earnings? It could. It just depends on how long it lasts. Usually, the market bottoms before a recession. So, um, 
I honestly don't think there's a recession on hand. I think we're going to have a positive GDP um, for 2023 and 2024. Uh, I don't think it'll be the 5.5% it was or whatever it was for 2021, but I do think that it will be um, in the positive territory. So going back to the original question, um, I think we're going to keep working. We're going to keep getting more contracts. We're going to keep employing more people and you know trying to get the best people we can get growing all of the divisions starting new divisions i mean what do you want that's all you can <laughs> do right yeah and i mean we're not from a buying perspective we're not buying any more or less i mean we're, we're just humming right along like we're just sure we're just yeah there's still plenty of work for us there's still you know different we're seeking different opportunities i mean service for example i mean with the freeze and everything that happened like you know around christmas that's kept us really busy, but it's also gotten us a, a, a more new clients out of that too. Yeah, sure. I mean, we had in the month of December, we had our biggest service month was over sixteen hundred repairs or something like that, and, and <clears throat> normally over eighty percent of our business service businesses return clients every month. Yeah. So we had let's say three hundred new clients, you know, in the month of uh, December. Yeah. You know, which was our biggest month for new clients. You know, so, you know, it's, yeah. it's uh, you know, I don't know. But, I mean, I thought going into December, because everything did kind of slow down, I felt like it was a major slowdown, you know. And then January 1, we got, or, you know, when we got back in here, yeah, it exploded. I mean, there's more going on now than I feel like I had, you know, at the end of last year, for we, sure. It kind of happens to us every year, though. We kind of come into the end of the year, getting close to the holidays. Not as much work is coming out for bids, so we're like, is it slowing down? And then we go into January, February, and we're inundated with, with requests for bids. So it's not something new, but it is always refreshing to see, right? Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's something you don't expect either, you know. Not that quick anyway. But it happens that way every year. Um, and, you know, I want to talk about the new hiring for a minute because we've had our apprenticeship program yep. is not only, I think, been a success – Right. You know, we still have what nine people in the apprenticeship program. Is that right? Seven. So, seven. Seven. Okay, we got seven left, which I don't. I don't consider that bad. You no, know, that's just normal. But then, employee turnover. You know, th those guys. But then those guys have brought in their buddies. Right. And we probably have twenty employees here now, roughly. Sure. Between the age of eighteen and twenty-two. Yeah. Yep. that have came in in the last, you know, four to six months. You know, there's some of those guys, okay? There's a lot of those guys that are they're really smart and really driven already at 20, 20 plus nothing, okay? Some of those guys will keep going, okay? Yep. Some of those guys will bounce around for a while and start back at zero over and over again, okay? But some of those guys will immediately, you know, keep going and uh, find stability, find you know, yep. growth in themselves and what yep. they can earn and what they know and what they can do. And I think you've got some good guys in that apprentice, uh, apprenticeship program right now that are going to yeah, do that. Yeah, I'm, I'm very pleased. You know, we've got some guys that aren't in the apprenticeship program that if they would just stay here another year or two, things are going to go way up. They're going to be good. Yeah. And, um, you know, but, but keeping them here and convincing them that not to chase the dollar, but to stay put, have stability it is going to be their best chance for success, you know, going, going forward. 
Well, the, uh, it, it's hard to tell a kid this, right? But the hardest thing, in fact, it's impossible to emulate experience, okay? So you can go to, you can get whatever degrees you want, you can get whatever graduate degrees you want, you can do all of that stuff, okay? But experience is, it's priceless. You cannot, you cannot fabricate it. You cannot copy it, you cannot emulate it. You have to live it, you have to do it. And those guys that go through that, um, you know, I mean, most, most people that work here started doing something a lot less than what they do now. I think that's probably true of any successful company, but um, it's a product of getting that experience, getting um, getting the confidence and 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 the the troubleshooting ability to know what decisions to make. I think it's the the plumbing experience. Yep. It's emotional intelligence. Sure. You know, to to work through hard problems, to work through themselves. You know, to work through what's going on in their personal lives, and to stay here and realize they have a bigger goal in mind than just showing up every day and going home at night, you know, they need a future. Sure. Yep. Seeing, seeing the road past six months. Yep. Past yep. tomorrow. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Most, most, of the, most of the bounce around guys are the ones yep. that, uh, that don't see the big picture. And then, then eventually, usually they'll, they'll go off, find somewhere else that's paying them a little more or whatever. And then they end up back here six months to a year later because they realize actually this isn't that bad of a place to work. And it's, they can go places. They can grow with us. Yeah. Well, I mean, some of them, some of them do. Some of them go on to different things, and yeah. I get that. But um, it's always nice to see guys coming back in. Um, even the ones that are a real thorn in my side, like <laughs> <laughs> coming back in, calling me three times on Wednesday. <laughs> you know, <laughs> hey man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it's good that we had a a dump truck driver that he left or he was leaving. And he came and told me bye, and I said, "Man, you'll be back." Nah, man, but you know, if I ever need you, I'll call you. And I think that was, I want to say that that was in maybe September. Yeah, it wasn't even six months. Like two weeks ago, so it was good to see him. Yeah, it's good. It's good to have yeah. you. Yeah, and there's we got some guys. How uh, did you know that's who I was talking about? <laughs> uh, and then we got then we got two guys coming back Monday from different companies that left in the middle. Uh, one left about a year ago. One left in the middle of summer. Yep. To go, you know, other companies for uh, hopefully a better opportunity. It turns out, you know, the opportunity wasn't as good, and they're coming back, which I'm I'm glad to glad to have them back. So well, we want you know we want to provide opportunity to to, to everybody. We want, but everybody you know we want to provide not only opportunity for this week. But it's consistent opportunity over years and years and years. Absolutely. You know, I mean, we're we're not here to provide an opportunity or blow smoke up your ass. Right. Right. You know, make empty promises. We are here to provide. You know, make no promises. It's all up to you. And if you do what you're supposed to do, then then we're you know we're going to try to put you in a leadership position somewhere. Sure. But that also that trickles down from all you guys going out and quoting jobs all the time too because you're making sure there's steady work for the, to give them that opportunity moving forward yeah I mean yeah we want to I mean, we want to keep steady work I mean that's the I think that's the biggest thing is just continuing to get not only the big jobs but all the small jobs too and keep the yep. service division you know you know almost breaking records every month yeah um, but it takes more crews to do that so which I think we're going to get this year I think you're going to have to get some more people um, yeah, we just got to find. The demand is too high, and I don't see it. I don't see it letting up for on the service side, especially. 
Yeah, I don't see it letting up. We we could do probably 25 to 30 more calls a day if we had more trucks on the road. So, yeah. and that's another thing too, buying trucks. You know, is that going to let up? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. the last time we bought it, it, we didn't have to wait a few months. We actually kind of got what we wanted. Right? We, we did, but he happened to have it on, you know, yeah. <laughs> happened to have it there. Um, you know, before that, we've had to, we haven't bought any because it would be two or three months. And, or we've had to go to Raleigh or yeah. Charlotte or something. talking about since, since COVID. Yeah. Since yeah. yeah. Supply restrictions. Yep. If you will. Supply Chip shortages, all that kind yep. of stuff. I mean, we're still seeing those things, like where there's stuff that's short. Right now, we're still seeing shortages and things are hard to find, but it's definitely not anything like it was two years ago. Yeah, but I think we've gotten used to it, too, and we know yeah. we know what to expect, and we're looking. You know, before, we would, you know, we want to put a new truck on the road or somebody would show up and, you know, and be a plumber, and we'd call them and get a truck, and we'd outfit it, and we'd put them on the road. Well, now it's we have to plan everything. Every move is yeah. planned out. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just like buying machines or track hose. <clears throat> you can't just show up and buy a track hose anymore. You have no. to, you have to you go find, find one. one. <laughs> you can find one. <laughs> I'll say my wife's new car, I had to wait two months for it. Right. Two and a half months. You know, I mean, it's just, that's what you gotta do. You order it and you gotta wait. I think I saw the new car the other day. And yeah. I, I think that it is, it needs the roof rack. Oh yeah, you have more space. <laughs> I realize you have more space in the car. I just think that it needs the roof, the roof box. It's hanging in the garage. Yeah. <laughs> it's hanging in the garage. We only use that when uh, when she's got to put flowers in it or need more room for vacation. I mean, you've got to put the uh, the kayak somewhere in the summer months coming up. Well, they'll, they'll go on it in the summertime. The kayak rack, they're in the garage. Are you just gonna haul them around? But you're not gonna kayak. Right? No. Yeah, just haul them around. It look cool. Just gonna put racks all over it. Take your kids to school with a kayak. A cargo basket to put yeah. to put my to put the little guy in while he right. goes to school. <laughs> it looks like I'm going going to go have fun, but I'm really not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Maybe a rooftop tent. Who yeah, knows? It's like, it's like social media. Everything's perfect. Yes. Right? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> this is the eighth take of this picture. Yeah. Yes. Eighth take. I haven't been kayaking in four years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't even know where the paddles are at. <laughs> It's all about image. It's all about image. You're seeing, you see the same person every day with the same bike, you know, and you follow them in the morning, you follow them home in the afternoon, the same bike right there. And I'm pretty sure they've not been biking, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, where T.P. Howard's is, is going, you know, I, I used to have a guy that would say to me, you know, Comfort the irritated, irritate the comfortable, right? That's kind of the way you grow, okay? Um, you know, you guys, Josh, Pat, you know, all you guys are usually uncomfortable. So, you know, about about things, you're always pushing. You're always, you know, what's the, you're never, you never, you're never resting on your laurels. You're never sitting there comfortable about where you are. It's always, you know, where are we going? And uh, it's a growth mindset. I think that's where we're going. I think, I think we're going to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't. I think if you're standing still, you're falling behind. So, got to be moving forward. You know. So. Everything about the next thing. The next thing, and that was this podcast was kind of the next thing, and it's kind of it's been a success for sure. We've getting you know, maybe we we calculate maybe five to seven thousand views, which is pretty good for a you know a little plumbing company in Fairview. Um, 
so you know and we're not doing plumbing content we're doing people content and uh i think people is is what sells right now it's what sells for us anyway um it's all about your people all about relationships so if anybody's got anything else i don't think so good i've enjoyed it yeah i think that concludes the 20th episode thanks to everybody see y'all You've been listening to the Full Port Podcast with Josh Howard and Nate Wyatt. Find us on social media like Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Just search TP Howard Plumbing. Make sure to click the follow button on the podcast and give it a five-star rating if you like what you hear. 